Welcome to the Spark Report. John W. Davis and Pavy. What's going on, Pav? How you feeling? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I think I'm doing better than the LA Sparks starting off this season two and two. I mean, that's not terrible. That's 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 not, you know, that's not it's, it's not, not one and three. It's not no, it's not one and three, <laughs> two and two. Um, but it's not three and one either. Not three and one, but they did have chances to win at least. Uh, one of those games, the other one, no, but they did have a chance to win the uh, Storm game, at least. And I would say that the first four games, they played against legit teams. Okay. They started off with the Mercury, then they played the Sky, lost to them. So they beat the Mercury, lost to the Sky, beat the Sun, lost to the Storm. All four of those teams should be playoff teams. Now, I don't know if the Sun will make it there because they're starting off the season 0-4, and four, but yeah, they got enough talent to be there. I don't think they're making it there. I mean, even, even, even though the Suns haven't gotten debacled in any of these games. They've just no, like, they've they just been losing. Yeah, they've just been losing. Like, even the misses game, when I think the one yeah. that missed, like, the layup mm-hmm. at the end of the game, like, they haven't gotten debacled. They've just been losing. But but it's still, in the, yeah, but still in the 22 games, I mean, you got 18 games left. Yeah, like that's right. that's it's tough. Right, right. You've already passed fifteen percent of your season. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, so I don't really six know more weeks I'm, left. Yeah, you like start up zero and four in a twenty-two game season. I don't really know how that bodes for you. But you know what? The same way they lost four, they could easily win the next four and be sitting there five hundred. I mean, the, the Sun have that talent, and if they get players back, we'll see. Because I mean. The Sparks are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I still think that there will be a team or two that make the playoffs with a losing record. So they still got a chance. And I wouldn't want to see the Sun in a first-round series. I agree. Tawana Bonner and Alyssa Thomas, because Alyssa Thomas hasn't even – she played well the first couple games, and she's been rebounding and passing still, but her shot has been off. I mean, we know why. Yeah, we do know why. (laughs) But anyway, yo, but you know whose shot hasn't been off? There's been a couple sparks that's been looking pretty good from the field. First of all, shout out to NECA. Shout out to NECA shooting 62.5%. I challenged her to shoot 60%. And she's like, all right, I accept that challenge. The first game she made all shots. (laughs) And then it's been trending down after that. But she's still (laughs) averaging 62. I mean, you're not going to make all the shots every game. Yeah, so you got to trend out after that. But she's only really shot. I think shot that that I that 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 I've noticed. I think the only game she shot quote unquote bad was maybe the Seattle game, but she still didn't even really shoot bad in the Seattle right. game. Yeah, she she's only had one game that was like significantly below sixty percent. Yeah, and that's still not bad. Like if you're shooting forty nine percent, that's not bad. It's good from right. the field, right? You, I mean, I'll take that for most players. I've been impressed with Candace Parker. I'll say that. Uh, and I no. want to start talking about her, though. I want to start off this really getting to the Sparks talking about Candy, Candace Parker. I've been impressed with her health. And what most importantly, I've been impressed with her intensity on defense. Yeah, I don't know about that. Shout out Candace. But the game against Seattle, Jordan Canada, like consistently penetrated. Um, the couple she, plays she's where, not guarding Jordan Canada. Yes, like, yes. But it was like a couple plays where she was supposed to be the help. And like she didn't help. She's been better defensively, but um, I don't know if every night has been consistent. Every now that now there have been moments in which she completely shocked me, but I don't know if every night she's been great defensively. 
so far. I didn't season. say great. I said I've enjoyed seeing her be better on defense. She's had two double doubles already. There have been moments. She has been rebounding the ball again. She looks healthy, and she's, she's been blocking shots. Like she's been active. She's been moving better than what she's been moving. Um, to at least the last year, it's probably the best I've seen her move. But I'm just talking about as far as like her being in certain spots. I don't know if she's been doing the best job of that consistently throughout these first four games. But again, I think that they, the whole team, could do a better job defensively throughout these first four. Games. I think there's a lot of holes. Um, defensively that that team can get better at throughout these first four games, in my opinion, personally. Definitely. I mean, there's a idea that they could have better perimeter defense, and then that makes that makes Candace's post defense better. Like, it all goes together. There's no one person that's going to stop somebody on defense. Even as much as, you know, TRP focuses on defense and Brittany Sykes, yes, they want to guard the the best person on offense, they take that challenge, but no one person can stop somebody. I do really love Brittany Sykes' intensity, though. Like, the things that she brings to the team, um, her athletic ability, I've been meaning to ask Coach about this. I just haven't got around to doing it. But what she brings to the team is a level that I don't think they necessarily had her type of athlete. No. Um, no, they didn't. Raquana Williams has similar athleticism, but Raquana Williams is not 5'9". She's 5'7", exactly. or closer to 5'6". So there's Raquana Williams is not going to be put in a position to even have a chance to attempt to block Brittany Griner's shot. Yeah. But Brittany Sykes was in that position and she made it happen. I mean, but even that, like, even, you know, offensively, you know, her just penetrating the way she lays the ball up around the rim. Um, the, 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 just, just, it's just the intensity. It's a smooth game. That, yeah, it's a smooth game. The energy that, you know, she brings when she's on the court. I don't think that they had that at all last year. And I really, really love, I mean, we can get into, you know, um, possible star lineup changes, but I just really like just watching her. I just really love what she brings to this LA Sparks team. And, and, and that was something that, in my opinion, they were missing last year. She does. And if you want to let's start about let's talk about the starter lineups. then. so you have three people who are going to start regardless. Yeah, there's so no I'm, way that Chelsea Gray is not going to start. There's no way that Candace Parker is not going to start. And there's no way that Neka Gumake is not going to start. Facts, of course. They had success last year starting Raquana and TRP along with the big three. Now they have somebody like Simone Augustus who's cooking off the bench. Do you just let her cook off the bench and enjoy that? That's a possibility for somebody to start. Then you have somebody like Brittany Sykes, who you've seen been more effective than TRP because she can play the same level of defense and give you something on offense so far. And I know TRP is in the gym on the off days working on the shot. And I know that Derek Fisher has talked about TRP can be successful on offense. We have to put her in those positions. So if I'm, the Sparks, I want to put TRP in that corner or put her where she's comfortable <coughs> on her little spot on the three-point line because there's certain spots that she can shoot from. Like, you got to plant her at those spots offensively. And then TRP's got to trust that she can pass too. Like, just because you get the ball and you make a couple dribbles and you're in the mid-range doesn't you mean have you have to shoot. Like, there's no rule that says TRP has to shoot. Like, you want her to still be a threat offensively, but if you can get her in those corners, making those threes that we talked about her practicing and focusing yeah. on, then that's how she can be an offense or that's how she can be an asset offensively. But Brittany Sykes has been giving them more from the first few games. Now, is it because she's able to come in and see the game and change it that way? 
Or is Brittany Sykes just a WNBA starter like she's proven she was for the Atlanta Dream? The same can be said for Sydney Weeks. Sydney Weeks proved to us last year that she can be a starter. And when she's on the court, she has a good plus minus. You may not like exactly what she's doing. If you're a fan, you may say, oh, well, Sydney Weeks doesn't look look like she's doing anything out there. But she's doing something because the team scores more points than they give up when she's on the court. I mean, you know, I was a component of, you know, like um, advocating for Sydney for, for Sydney, for Sydney to start anyway. Like, I guess, again, I just think that she does some of the things that other players don't do. You know, like if there's mm-hmm. a loose ball, she'll die for, you know, the uh, loose ball. She has a good shot. Even her pull-up three has gotten much, much better. She can also handle the ball. Like this season, she's been handling the ball much, much better than what she was last year. Um, so I'm and, and and again with her handling the ball that that also helps Chelsea. Also, Chelsea doesn't have to, you know, run point guard every single time down, even if you know Sydney is in the game. Because again, Sydney has gotten better with handling the ball. Like you said, you can't argue with her with with, with her plus minus. Whatever she's doing, she's never the one with a negative 12. She's mm-hmm. somehow always plus. Even last year, I can remember certain games she played 12 minutes and be a plus 24. How right. that happens, I don't know, but it happens. Right. right. I don't I, I can't I I, right. I can't I can't so whatever she's doing has a positive impact on somebody. So I was always an advocate for a Sydney We start anyway. Like I just think that you know, with having Chelsea and Candace and Neck and in lineup, I think you have enough scoring and enough option. Like you have a one, two, and third option right in the starting lineup. I think you need two other people who do everything else. I think right. I'm I'm not going to close the book on TRP starting right now because, again, I think TRP is still, a, you know, a elite-level defender. Now, obviously, she may miss some shots here and there, but I think even for TRP, even if she's missing shots, it's more takes that she should take. Like, if it's open, you have to shoot it. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you get the ball in the corner, don't hesitate wide open. Shoot it because if you don't shoot it, now that messes up the offense – we swinging it back around. Now we trying to find like another good shot that we already had. And also, like you said, you can't do dribbles and you can't pass. She mm-hmm. obviously has to be active, but my thing with her is defensively, she has to impact the game. I don't even know if defensively she's been impacting the game so far the way she was last year, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And right. again, it's this literally the first seven days. First seven days. So, so you like, got to you got to give yeah. these players like time to really work themselves into that top elite basketball shape because everybody didn't play for four months. Of course, every which single is- person did not play for four months. Of course, which is why I'm not gonna close the book on nobody starting right now at all. Like, right, God, it's been four games. They played what four? They played what four games? Basically, the course of a week. What yeah. was it? Four games in seven days. Four games Saturday, seven days. Saturday. You know, like even though you're not traveling, you're still playing full on elite level competition basketball game you got tired legs you know mm-hmm. people haven't really got you, you you didn't even get no practice time like right if, that's what i was going to say i think they're missing practice time yeah like, like as much as important as it is to recover in the beginning of the season because you're trying to create a situation where everybody remains healthy which they've done so far other than marie Gulich, who hasn't played yet who has consistently been out with her ankle injury although she is practicing at some capacity so barring her and barring the fact that Taya Cooper and Christina Nigwe both had non-COVID-19 related illnesses, I have to say it like that. No, because when they say Taya Cooper alpha illness, I'm like, so is she sick sick or is she sick? Right. Like, and that's, that's the age we live in now is you have to clarify that illness is like non-COVID-19, not non-COVID, yeah, non-COVID-19 related. So you got to yeah. say that. So it's non-coronavirus 
And then you saw Terry Cooper come back and make an impact. But yeah, like I don't see a situation where unless Chelsea Gray needs to sit out that Taya Cooper is going to start. But I can see situations where any of those three people you mentioned, you can make a case for Sidney Wee starting. You can can definitely make a case for Brittany Sykes starting. And you can make a case for Simone Augustus starting. But I love love Simone off the bench, though, because Simone Augustus versus second team, that's buckets. So I don't want to change that. If I'm them, I don't want to change that. But I may consider, like you've been mentioning, and I asked her about it beginning of the season because I thought there was a possibility that out the gate you might just want to start Brittany Sykes and TRP and have two elite-level defenders out there to start. So that was my first inkling is like, well, maybe Raquana comes off the bench so they can start Brittany Sykes and TRP at the same time, and it could be double trouble on the wings with those defenders. I mean, again, because again, they got enough offense in the starting lineup. As I've said so much, uh, when it comes to Raquana, it's not like she can't start. I think she's obviously an elite level scorer. It's just that players like her, historically, in my opinion, I think are better served coming off the bench because when she, I don't want Raquana thinking about anything besides getting buckets. Now, granted, she has been moving the ball around. Yeah, her her offensive rhythm has been a little off at times. It has. It was good in the last game because she started thinking about getting buckets because the team needed her to score. It was, but even it was certain points like the last game where I remember like she had a three where like normally Raquana would shoot this three and then she just like doesn't and like moves the ball around. And I, and I yeah. don't think they scored on that possession either. She didn't, but then after that, she started taking those shots and she started making the majority of them. Agree, but it's just certain things like that let me know that you're thinking a little bit too hard like when like when i was trying to play team basketball do you blame her do no, you blame her i know i do not blame her for trying to play team basketball i think yo shout out that but it's like what i want from requirements i want you to go in the game and i want you to get buckets that's what i want you to do go in the game and get buckets and i think players like that are best served coming out not not saying she can't play any other way because obviously mm-hmm. she can't i guess players like that are best served coming out the bench and personally in my opinion like i said like you said i think you have enough scoring in a starting lineup like you got necker you got candace you got Ch- chelsea all people who can realistically score 20 points am i wrong in saying that no you're not so that's 60 points requirement can score 22 of course. So that's, that's 80 points. That's, yeah, you got 60 points in your starting lineup. And I'll, Simone Augustus can too. They, you got you got five 20-point scores, so, honestly. Like, outside of those first couple games when everybody was scoring 100 points, realistically, they not averaging 100 points Mm-mm. most games. No. So you actually – so basically you got three-fourths of the points you're going to need hypothetically in like the best-case scenario in the starting lineup. You don't need more and more scoring. You need people right. who are going to do it who are going to do everything else. That's why I was an advocate for Sydney. Like I said, not to go back to a plus minus, but for whatever reason, it's always high. I don't know why it's always high, but it's always high. That says something to me. Put on the court. It's high because the the spacing she can provide. You can't leave her. You can't leave her, and then she can allow everybody else room to do what they do. Sydney Weiss has no problem getting out the way and letting Chelsea Gray go to work, or she has no problem bringing the ball up so Chelsea Gray can get at the rim from a different angle. She has no problem taking a pass from NECA driving or Candace driving and knocking down those shots. So she's she's the perfect player to play with people of that level. Like she's the perfect player to play with like the five tool players. You know, in baseball, you got the person who can do it all. That's the perfect person to put next to Candace Parker who can do it all. And I want to bring that up too because – you know, we talked to NECA after the last game, and 
Chris Camello, shout out Chris Camello from Nightfall Media. He asked NECA for an assessment on Candace Parker. And this was NECA's answer, and I'm going to paraphrase. She said, we know that Candace Parker can do it all. But what I talk to her, talk to her about often is that she doesn't have to do it all. We know she can do it all, but she doesn't have to do it all. So I, I say that to say, I love how Candace Parker is playing on defense this year because comparatively to last year, I think it's steps above. Obviously, it can be better. What'd you say? She has been competing more on that. On, on right. That, on so that's why I said I loved her defense more than her offense. There's just sometimes where you see that Candace Parker is so talented that like I see like a one-handed pass instead of a two-handed pass and it just gets there a little off or she's so talented and she can has those long arms and that wingspan that she can go in there and make those, you know, even with the her offhand, those one-handed left-handed runners and sometimes she gets them down and but sometimes she misses and she doesn't get a foul call and it's just like, well, we probably could have got a better shot than that. So I think that's kind of where NECA is coming from. It's like, we know that you are, that's the thing. Like they know that Candace Parker can be the best at every single thing on that team. Like I've talked about this before with you. I think Candace Parker can make passes that Chelsea Ray cannot make because she is six, four compared to five eleven. So if Candace Parker can arguably be just as good or better passer than Chelsea Gray, then she can dang near do everything else on the court better than every other player. But she's got to keep it simple. You see how simple NECA plays her game? Yeah, but that's why she's successful. Like she, she, she really Imagine does. if Candace Parker played her game that simple. Yeah, but that's not, that's not, really, that's not really her. Like she has, it's Candace. not her, but but why not? Yeah, but Candace, like, yeah, but when you do that, you would kind of like take away from some of Candace's versatility, and like you love her because again, she is so versatile. Like Neca, she is a yo, I do this and I do this well. She don't even the reason why she shoots six percent, she don't even shoot shots she shouldn't shoot. I never right. ever shoot a shot that she shouldn't shoot. Right? Why can't other players do that? Because well, I, there are players on the team who I do think do that. Like I think that for instance, Sydney. I don't think Sydney for the most part, for the most part, doesn't take shots that she shouldn't shoot. Um, even like a TRP for the most part, I don't think she takes shots that she shouldn't shoot. I think sometimes she doesn't shoot shots that she should shoot, but I don't think mm -hmm. she ever takes shots that she shouldn't shoot. Candace, the way her game is, like see you, you, you have to allow her freedom. You have to allow her freedom to be her. Now, yes, there are certain times where she can rein it back some. Like, yo, you could have just made a regular chest pass. You didn't have to make the little one-hand pass. You didn't have to do that. Or even when, you know, like she – like three or four of those against the store. Yeah. Or like, I'm like, watching this game, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Or okay. Like, or like, okay. Or like, or like, even when she caught it with one hand and, like, put it back up, it's like you don't have to do that. You could have, like, caught it and did, like, a little bit. But that's just Candace. You have to allow her the freedom to be her. And I don't think you want to, like, rein her in too much. Now, obviously, at certain times in the game, certain spots where it's like, yo, it's under two minutes left. Let's keep it simple. But it's like you don't want to rein her in too much. You have to allow her freedom and creativity to be her because that's who she is. She's also in year, like, what, 15 now? No, not that many. But she was drafted in 2008. So it's, what, year, what, 13, 12, 13? Yeah. Something like that. Like, like, um, like 13 now. 
but here's my question then. So you talk about allowing her all this freedom of creativity. And I can definitely say without a doubt that Candace Parker is back in this 2020 season. But but with that freedom of creativity you're talking about, do you think that's because she's too talented? Uh, Yes. I think that that's what happens to a lot of players who are too versatile. It's just like you, you, you can just do a lot. You know, I think that that's sometimes like I, I'm trying to think of a comparison of who I can think of. It's like I'm, and, I, and why are you thinking? I'll I'll pick it up. So, and I ask that question because I look at her game and I'm like, man, we constantly talk about Candace Parker can do it all. The coach says it. The other players say it. The other people on the other team say it. The fans say it. She says it. Like everybody says this about Candace Parker, and then I see that you know. There are times when Candace Parker is on the court by herself when her role is to be in the positions that Neka Agumake is in. And I can see I see how Candace Parker gets such easy baskets when she just plays simple basketball, uses her 6'4 height with a wingspan that is clearly way more than 6'4. And she, like Candace Parker could average 12 and 10 if she didn't do anything but stand in the positions where Brittany Griner is on the court. Yeah, but it's if like she literally just got inside and played big and just put her hands up and played center. I mean, yeah, she like had 12 and 10. I she mean, had sure. 12 and 10 and two and she would shoot 55%. I mean, and like, yes, yeah. it might yes it might be boring, but the Sparks would win two out of three games with her playing like that. Yeah, yes, but at the same time, I like her handling the ball. I think that her handling the ball especially when That's how you get turnovers though. I mean, you're not wrong, but that's also how you get how you put other people in mismatches. That's that's how you get some of the more amazing plays when she is handling the ball. So it's like I don't want to just strap her like, yo, you're gonna go down there and you're gonna play center. Also, at the also at the same time, I don't want to say it's like you can sometimes take a beating being in that position. Sometimes being down on the block. I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying that when when Candace Parker is in the game by herself, because there's there's going to be sometimes that Candace Parker comes out first. There's going to be other times that NECA comes out first. And at that point, I think that if Candace Parker took on the role and played the way that NECA plays, there'd be like two or three easy buckets and three or four rebounds. And that could help if that happens two times a game. I just think it depends on who you're playing that day and like what you need that day. I think sometimes what you're saying is true, like, yes, but also I think sometimes Kansas would, would, would have an advantage taking some of the less mobile bigs out on the perimeter and making them she play. Does. So, she does. So, so, so again, I, I, I just think it depends on matchup. I do agree with you. Like, yes, some games is like, yo, if, 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 if you have somebody who's like 6'1 on you or like, or, or like a little bit lighter or like not the best defender, yeah, take her down there. Do a little hook shot, you yeah, good. I mean, that's why she that's why she was able to do so well against the Mercury because she was being guarded by Turner a lot of the time. She had success against her last year, she had success against her this year. Like there's certain players that Candace Parker is just gonna cook. Okay. But then when she was playing against the storm, like Natasha Howard was gonna do her up for a while. And yeah, she was able to get off on her a couple times, but like you got to respect that Natasha Howard is guarding you. But if you're in a position where all you got to do is bank it in off the backboard, I mean, 
Natasha Howard can't stop two points like that. I mean, like, yeah, but the, yeah, we talking about you, you, you gotta get positional like Natasha Howard. We are we 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 all talk about the former what the what actually the reigning defensive player of the year. We like, are get position on her and also don't see what Brianna Stewart. Brianna Brianna Stewart can play both ways too. She can. That's why she was player of the week. So shout out to Brianna Stewart, she, she, player she, of the week. And Maisha Hines Allen, player of the week in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so like, yeah, that's easier said than done. Like, yeah, it is, yeah, it is, like, it yeah. Is. If you get that close to the rim, you can, but you got to get position to get down there first, mm-hmm. as well. So, just want to mention that too. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as making those cuts because, as think about how often Neca gets those great baskets from. Candace Parker when they're doing the high lower from Chelsea Gray when they're doing pick and rolls and all the different things that they do. Or even when Candace Parker's doing pick and roll with Chelsea Gray, think about those easy baskets when all Candace has to do is lay it up off the backboard. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes playing simple is okay. And sometimes it's more than okay. If she was to play simple like that for 20 of her 25 to 30 minutes. That's a little bit, yeah, but yeah, but at the same time. Sometimes sometimes you got to take a step back to take a step forward as a team. I hear you. She cannot do it all. This is not 2008 rookie league MVP Candace Parker. She doesn't have to do it all anymore. Yes, like, yes, but my definition of, of, like, I like when Candace has the ball and, like, passes the ball i think like that's great when she you know brings the ball up court and she plays a little bit like Jokic. i don't ever want her to lose that now again i think sometimes it's, gr- it's great it's like what, what was the game that they just played when, like she dribbled the ball like off her leg at the end of the game the storm game in a storm game like yo like calm down on that but again like i like when she is at the top you know passing the ball or like setting the offense and bringing the big up i like when she does that but again i'm with you at some points in times you can like whoa really then you could run a play there you don't have to just take off you could run a play there you could do things like that so the reason i say that is because candace parker is so versatile that she can get hers different ways but there's only certain ways that Chelsea Gray is going to impact the game. If Chelsea Gray is going to be her all WNBA self, she's got to have the ball more and she's got to make assists. Simone Augustus talked about this. She said, you know, you know, there's this talk of Chelsea Gray being, if not the best point guard in the league, one of the best point guards in the league. She's like, if you're going to be the best point guard in the league, you got to get your assists up there like Courtney Vandersloot. Like, you got to control the game like Courtney Vandersloot does. Courtney Vandersloot is getting 10 dimes a game consistently. Think- Chelsea's got to control this. And like, think- and, like, she can't just get to the point where, you know, the ball been moving around, moving around, and then she's like, well, nothing's happening. Now I got to get a bucket. Like, no, I you got to trade these buckets with these passes. I also think one of the issues is she needs to start shooting the ball better because what I've noticed is teams are going under every single screen, like under – Every single screen. I think she needs to start shooting the ball better and put more pressure on the on, on the um, defense. Either switch that or come or come out there up on her. Because right now they're going underneath everything. I think okay. I've only seen like 
once this season, it was when she had a turnover because she just didn't expect it to happen, in which I think they, like, switched it and, like, trapped her. That was with the uh, Seattle game. Usually they're going under everything and she's not shooting it. I think if she was shooting the ball more and if, and, and also it was like she was shooting it better, it would put mm-hmm. more pressure on the, on, on the defense to come out and get her. And then you could run, you know, pick and pop and things like that. Or well, even – or 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 even you like have to switch it, then you get a mismatch in the post, and then you would get that mismatch with a Candace, or you would get that mismatch with like a um NECA or whoever they're running the um pick and roll with. I'm with you. I do think she needs to start passing the ball better and be more commanding of the game. But also I think part of that is she needs to start actually shooting the ball. Well, if she needs to shoot the ball more, then what she needs to do is what we saw her do at Staples. Chelsea Gray is a really good deep three-point shooter. You don't have to be right up on the line. Like if they're if they're going to switch under, and if she's, I don't know, three feet behind the line, shoot it, shoot it. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it. she doesn't have to be right up against the line to shoot. She's proven that she can shoot those deep threes, kind of like we've seen. I don't want to say as deep as Sabrina Ionescu, and shout out to Sabrina Ionescu. I hope you get better very yeah, soon. Yeah, really, really sucks for fans and for the league and for it everybody. Does. And, but you see, I don't want to say I was right, but this is exactly why they do TV options. When you have a team like that, you give yourself the option to not air all the Liberty games later like, in the season. They, 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 they that's why they made it flexible. That's why they. I, I see, that's why they made it flexible because yes, the Liberty are going to be playing other great teams, but sometimes there's going to be a better game where it's just two elite teams versus two elite versus each other rather than we get to see the Mystics or the Sky play Liberty. Not like, even that. If just if Sabrina not playing, nobody wants to – I'm sorry. No disrespect to anybody who's on the Liberty. But if I'm sorry. If, if like, Sabrina is not playing, we're not tuning in to New York Liberty games. I'm sorry. We're not. No, you're right. That's I mean, what it is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, 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 I, look, they, look they, they can ball. They got some players there. There's no disrespect to nobody. But we come here to see Sabrina hoop. Now, I will say this about the Liberty. I see how the Liberty's offense under Walt Hopkins is creating open shots. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's creating open shots, especially for the big players, somebody like Kia Stokes. This is literally her first year shooting three-pointers in her whole career. She had three three-pointers, three three-point attempts before this season, period. Yeah. So it creates open shots. So down the line, I could see them being like a little mystics. But not yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But not yeah. right now. Now, even the way she got hurt, I think um, when I was watching the game, I was like, yeah, that's a bad pass. And he kind of passed it to her, like, in traffic. Um, mm-hmm. And it was – it just, like, looked even – the way it just set up just, like, looked weird. Like, I'm with you. I, I think I think they have the pieces to be a good team in time. But right now – They have the system to be a good team. Yeah. I don't know about the pieces yet because we still got to analyze these seven rookies they got. Half of them probably not going to be on the team next year. Yeah, because like they have Asia they have there. the Asia Durr isn't there, Han Shu isn't there. You know Han Shu is gonna be on the team yeah. when when the owner is Joseph Sai, he's going to have Han Shu on the team. Like they're not about to cut a six nine player from China. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm be, I mean, I'm being realistic. Like they're they're not gonna cut her. It makes okay? sense marketing wise too. Like you I mean, right, that's what I'm saying. Marketing wise, it makes sense. It makes sense. Keep her right. So you're not going to cut her. You want to have that size, too. Like, that's a different dimension. There's always a different dimension when you can have a player that is 6'7 and up. 
Like even last year with the Sparks, like Kalani Brown got so many easy buckets because she was yeah, so big. Yeah, so big. They don't have that this year. Maybe, maybe Marie Gulich can use her size at like six five, getting closer to six six, to maybe get some of those easier buckets just based off size. But it's not the same when you six seven or six eight or six nine and above. Like that's. You're going to have like three or four easy buckets every game. Now, will you connect on them all? That's up to you. But you're going to have three to four Down easy three. shots. Yeah, you're gonna have the opportunity for three to four easy shots every single game because you're yeah. just so much taller. Yeah, you're just so much taller. But okay, so I like the way NECA is playing this year. I like the I like what Candace Parker is doing. We talked about how she can improve and incorporate herself. I like what NECA is doing. I wish that NECA would, I wish there were more opportunities for what I used to call last year NECA 2.0. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a little bit more opportunity for NECA to shoot those threes like we saw it in the beginning of the season, but we haven't really seen that lately. I love that she's being so efficient with her game. I think that they really have to continue to monitor her energy level. And I think the Seattle Storm did something smart. They gave Sue Bird rest. If at any point anybody on the Sparks, I don't care who it is, one through 12, needs rest, you give them the day off. They do not play, and you just figure out how to win with who you have. If Chelsea Gray is tired, she needs to sit out a whole game, not just limited minutes. Same for Candace Parker, NECA, Simone Augustus, everybody. All of those top players, if they are tired, if they need to load manage, they need to load manage. Yeah, because, but you because you need to be able to trust and empower the rest of your team. They need to believe that they can win without one person. There's no Derek Fisher has said that there is no one person bigger than the Sparks. Yeah. So they need to know that they I can win because the Storm know that they can win without Sue Bird now. Yeah, but yeah, they knew it last also, year, but they really know it now. Yeah, but also the Storm, like you got the reigning MVP on the team, you got the reigning you know, defensive player of the um year on the uh, team. You also got Jewel Lloyd. You also got Jordan Canada, mm-hmm. who who is who is probably a starting point guard on any other team, for the most but, part. Yeah, any Outside, other team. Any, any any other team that don't have like Skylar Diggins or Vandersloot, she is probably a starting yeah. point guard. And, and honestly, or Chelsea Gray. No, no, honestly, those teams would just start both of them. Yeah, probably. So, like, yeah. So she, she was start, on the Sparks. If she was on the Sparks, she just started both of them. So, like, she's a starting point guard everywhere in the league. So it's a little bit different. I think, yes, I'm with you. I think rest is something that, that they all need to be monitoring. Because, again, I think, what, next they got, what, seven games and how many days is it? I think it's six games in 11 days. Something like that. So it's crazy amounts of time. You're not going to get much practice time. Even though you do get that one day off, you can you can, you can can still tell, like, fatigue and legs is, is a thing. But I think mm-hmm. strategic stra- strategic rest in a 22-game season is important because, again, you don't have much – you don't have many games to trick off. So, again, you play in the fever. Somebody tired, okay, sit down. You play in the liberty. Somebody tired, okay, sit down. You right. play in the dream, okay, somebody tired, sit down. But when you play in these – like, they don't have the luxury of doing what the Storm did against the Sparks. They just don't have that luxury. Like, they can't go be, oh, we playing Phoenix today. Yeah, we going to sit NECA. You might lose that game. You might lose it, but I would rather in a 22 rather, game season. No, nah, I'm not. No, no, we need you might everything. lose it anyway. If she played, I'd rather her play, I'd rather her sit against the fever, I'd rather her sit against the liberty. 
which they will have some opportunities to sit players. Like, I'm with you. I think that you do need to, if you don't want to get anybody injured, I'm with you. But against these elite teams in a in a 22-game season, you got to play. Now, against the Fever, if we can't beat the Fever without one of you, then that says a lot about the talent that we got on the roster, and we need to reevaluate mm-hmm. some things. If we can't beat the Fever, the Liberty, the Dream, some of these teams, yeah. there's no disrespect to them. But if we can't beat some of them teams with the Sparks, then, okay, we need to have some conversations. I do want to put this on the record. So right now, the Liberty and the Sun are both zero and four. They own four. I just want to say this: they got to play each other. So there's no way that both of them are going zero and twenty-two. I don't yeah, care how bad you think either one of those teams are; they're going to have to play each other at least two times, and somebody got to win the game. Yeah, but I'm gonna keep it G with you. The sun of the sun, the sun 0-4, the Liberty 0-4 is a little bit different 0-4. <laughs> I know. We still know. we still talking about the sun have but you know now. what? But you know what? You witnessed how the Liberty can win. What does Zowie B do when you saw her play? Shoot threes. And she made those threes, right? Yeah, but she, she was just catching them. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, but that's but that's what I'm saying. All it takes, all it takes, is a game like that from somebody, and the Liberty will win. All they I mean, have to do is make their shots. I mean, now, look, now, are they great shooters collectively as a team? No, but there's going to be a day when the Liberty can't miss. Now look, they're going to win a game. Now look, they're not going to go win away. another now one. Look, now look, they're. They're not gonna go 0 and 2. I'm not not 0 and 2. 0 and 22. They're not gonna go 1 and 21. They're gonna get five, six, seven, maybe even eight wins. For instance, Kia Nurse is even out right now. You know, I even think that Sabrina eight? being there. Nah, Liberty not getting eight wins, bro. Maybe not eight. Nah. I even think maybe not eight. Maybe like six, four, six, something like that. Not look. They barely had eight when they played 34 games last year. Good point. Season. So they're not gonna win eight <laughs> games. They're probably gonna win like four. But, but, but. I even think Sabrina being there kind of messed up Kia Nurse's game. I mean, not granted, she did sprain her ankle, so maybe this may be me talking a little bit too much. But even I think, you know, I think she handled the ball a lot more last year than she what did. she handled it with Sabrina because obviously Sabrina's there. I don't want nobody else touching the ball. Nobody needs to touch the ball. You need Lasia Clarington was handling the ball a lot with Sabrina there. So there will be opportunities for uh, Kia Nurse. Yeah, and if I was the coach, I'd be like, get the ball to Sabrina. What are you doing? <laughs> But Laser Clarington is a former All Star. I respect what Laser right. Clarington can do. And she was getting bucked. Like, she I goes respect, hard and she takes it to the hoop. I 1000 respect everything she can do. She can ball. Sabrina Ionescu was my <laughs> number one draft pick. Selling out, you going to give her the ball. And, and when she passes it to you, you're going to shoot. She will make the decision of what she's going to do with it. Your job is to rebound the ball, get it, and, and get it to Sabrina. Set screen for Sabrina. Look for Sabrina and be ready to shoot. Space the floor, be ready to shoot. But they they didn't pay Laser Clarington all that money to set screens and rebound. When she go to the bench, do what you want to do. But when she on that basketball court, get a ball to Sabrina. That's get a ball to Sabrina and be ready to shoot. When she go to the bench, it's your world. Do whatever yes. you want to do with it. And Sabrina had thirty three points, seven rebounds, and, and seven assists, and they and still got Molly Wap. That's cool. So that doesn't matter. That's cool. I'm not trying to win games. I'm trying to. I am. I am trying to make sure Sabrina get all the experience, get very well familiar with the basketball, and we figure out who gonna play with her the next ten years. If we lose, I am fine with. We another topic. I mean, yes, Laser. Sabrina's four thirty-three. Sabrina had thirty-three, seven and seven. Everybody goes home happy. I mean, they lost by thirteen, so not everybody goes home happy. And they basically lost by twenty. They just kind of. 
got a little couple yes. garbage points. What was the story of that game? All the highlights were Sabrina. They didn't talk about there anything. There we go. There we go. Sabrina had 33-77. That's the whole story of the game. <laughs> Successful night. Successful night. Yeah, well. She got better. She got better. The the Liberty success is how much better did Sabrina get in that game? That's the margin of which is why it sucks that she's hurt. <laughs> but that's not even her getting better. That's just her doing what she was that's doing. That's her getting better. She got better. better. Because she didn't have 3377 a game before she got better. <laughs> yes. Even <laughs> even the um game she got hurt, she was playing defense. Like mm. she wasn't playing defense like that the first two games. She looked even more engaged and even more in control okay. of the pace of the game. She was getting better. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Let me, I'll let you talk about Sabrina again later, but let me run down these WNBA standings after the first week and stop me when I say something that surprises you. First place, Chicago Sky, three and one. Second place, Washington Mystics, three and one. Seattle Storm, third place, three and one. Minnesota Lynx, fourth place, three and one. LA Sparks, the Lynx, what's shocking you about the Lynx being three and one? I'm shocked by it too. Uh, it's it's what well, it one it could be because they're in Minnesota, like they're the Minnesota team. They mm-hmm. don't really have they like they have they good players. Like, Fowles, that's nah, guess, MVP. Nah, 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 like Sylvia Fowler, like it's just that like I wasn't thinking before the season they would start off three and one. I wasn't either. I just I, I just I'm either. tired. I just wasn't. I just wasn't thinking for a season they start off but three and one. But that's how the schedule worked. Fifth place, LA Sparks two and two, Las Vegas Aces sixth place two and two, Fever. Two and two at seventh, Atlanta Dream, two and two, Dallas Wings, ninth, two and two, Phoenix Mercury, two and two and tenth, Connecticut Sun, 0-4, 11th, and New York Liberty, 0-4, 12th. I think Connecticut being 0-4 is probably uh, obviously the Yeah. Uh it's Connecticut being I just didn't see a way they were gonna lose all four of their first games, but that's what happens when you play an elite schedule to start the season. And it was tough for him. Like again, like so many of these games could have went the other way. easily could have went the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, were close games. Yeah, it was clear. It's, it's not like they got like you know, like I said, debacled in any in like any of these mm-hmm. games. Like they were all no. very very close games. Came down, came down to the wire. They could realistically be two and two. They could be three and one. They could be. That's it's just that that's how the ball bounced. Because you can't get much better games from Dewana Bonner when she's basically <laughs> averaging thirty and ten. I think it's like 28 and 9. She's basically averaging 30 and 10. So you can't get any better than that. You could get more scoring from Alyssa Thomas, but Alyssa Thomas is getting close to her stat stuff in triple-double self. But the points have kind of been down the last couple games. But I think the key for the Sun is Jasmine Thomas. They got to get more out of Jasmine Thomas. I agree. Jasmine Thomas can't play like she has Courtney Williams in the backcourt with it. Now. One, 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 yeah, Jasmine yeah. Thomas has to go out there, and I've been saying this on other shows, Jasmine Thomas has to go out there and play like open run Jasmine Thomas. She got to play like playground Jasmine Thomas and just go out there and ball and bully her way to the rim, get fouled, make your free throws, make some nice passes when you draw some defense to you, and they're going to start winning games when she's able to do that. Like, you can't tell me Jasmine Thomas can't take people off the dribble. I doubt she's, she's way too smart of a player and way too crafty. She knows how to play defense. Therefore, that knowledge can translate to her skill on offense. They're also probably a team who would be helped along by some practice time. Um, 
after mm-hmm. these first couple of games, you know, like yeah. you missing John Cole Jones. You mean you lost two of your starters from last year? Um, you know what else they'd be helped by? What my man Kurt Miller actually playing his bench. You got somebody like Beatrice Montpremier and gonna play her two minutes a game. What is the point of playing somebody two minutes a game in the wobble? And you know what? And you know what? In those two minutes, I could have swore it was Chenea Gumike on the court running up and down there. She looked good athletically running down. I mean, she can run, she can move. And yeah, she may not know how to do everything you wanted to do, but I mean, he might, hands up. But, but, uh, but again, that's what practice is for. You, you like, yeah. you like get a chance to see other players and be able to trust them more. Like I said, I think that they're a team that would be helped along by practice because of how much they lost. So it's like, you got to get reacclimated with people again. Like you asking Jasmine Thomas to do something that she wasn't even doing last year. So here's my question for you. So if the top four teams in the league right now, all at three and one, are the Chicago Sky, the Washington Mystics, the Seattle Storm, and the Minnesota Lynx, would those be your top four in the power rankings? Would you have those four teams in there? Or would you move somebody up that's on the two and two line? Do you think the Sparks deserve to be top four right now? No, because no. I don't because they didn't beat the sky. Um, they didn't beat Washington and they didn't beat Seattle. Mm-hmm. They haven't played Washington yet, but you're yeah, right, you're right. You're right. You but no, but, they lost the two they, teams yeah, ahead of them. Yeah. yeah. Two teams ahead of them. Like now, if they the would have gotten one is, of those victories and like, yeah. I would say yes, but they, yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. But the thing about it is I'd say if you match up the sparks versus the links tomorrow, the sparks probably going to win. I agree. But if you're talking about power rankings, that's not how power if you're talking about power right. rankings for, mm-hmm. for right now, mm-hmm. I kind of agree with everything. And 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 I would most likely put I would put the sky number one because I think the sky have had the best win. Okay. They beat Washington. So you put the sky over the storm, even though we've the seen the what the storm are. I would, yes, yes. I think okay. the storm are a better team, but I think that the sky have had So you got the best sky win. at one. Who you got at two? The storm and then storm? the mystics. Then the Mystics, and then would you have the Lynx at four? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, but like I said, Sky. I mean, it was close, came down to the fire, but Mystics won that version one four, and I think that they had the best win. I mean, like the Mystics look like they haven't lost a single step with whoever. Yeah, the Mystics are the Mystics are great because the Mystics offense is predicated around whoever has the open shot take the open shot. Yeah. There is no, there is no replacing Deladon as the leading scorer. It's literally if you're open, shoot it. Yeah, and they are making open shots now. If they go on a streak where they're just missing open shots, then you could run the Mystics, but that's not looking likely because Ariel Atkins is a knockdown shooter. Ariel Powers is a knockdown shooter. Maisha Hines Allen, the player of the week. For the yeah, Eastern was she Conference. shooting that good last year? I don't feel like she Who? was she was uh uh um 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 uh powers. Not that well. Yeah, I'm like, she wasn't shooting this good last year. Like mm-hmm. she nah, it's like no. everything is a green release. I'm like, she wasn't shooting yes. this good last She's year. She's way more consistent. Yeah, and you I'm know like, why whoa. you know why it's a green release, right? She's basically a pro NBA 2K20 player. She is, yeah, she plays a lot of NBA 2K20. Had no idea. And she's been in tournaments and things like that. So yeah, man, green release. That's yeah, yeah. yeah shout out to uh, 
the mystics broadcaster megan mcpeak she says um when ariel is doing that she calls it the aerial assault it's a great name you know i got a great one too though the atkins diet ariel atkins the atkins diet is threes baby she's just eating them threes the atkins diet consists only of threes that's my analysis yes because like that's what I was saying about the Mystics is like, yeah, we were talking about the Mystics, you know, not having what they had last year because they are literally missing four to five starters. The only actual starter from last year's team is Ariel Atkins. Like consistent starter is her. But if they're going to make threes, if the, first of all, if they're going to take threes, they're always going to have a chance to be in the game. And if they're going to make threes, that's why I was saying you don't want to see them in the first or second round. Of course. I still think you can beat the Mystics in a playoff series because I think you can beat the Mystics by playing physical with them. Now, it's going to take a lot to always be there the and issue, to be able to bump them and do all that stuff, but that is how you beat the, the Mystics. The issue with playing physical against the Mystics is even when I look at them, they don't even really run like too many off like off ball screens like that. It's not like it's not like they're playing with the Warriors so like you can grab and hold and things like that. A lot of them just like penetrate, move the ball around the like perimeter and like wait for you to make the wrong move and then we just get the open shot then you gotta take some so tips like from, a lot you of gotta take is- some tips from Alyssa thomas then Alyssa thomas when she's doing the screen she'll put her butt out and make you feel her Alyssa thomas will give you give you one of them torn labrum shoulders like you gotta do little stuff like that and then like and it's all in the sport of the game like you're not gonna go out there and be like you know specifically dirty against them or anything like that but you have to make it a physical game I think are a finesse team. You're not going to out finesse the Mystics. I mean, I think honestly, the best way to get physical with them is to be physical with them on offense. Okay. Like you so, punish them. Like you like okay. Like put them in whatever the you do. Yes. Get fouls on them. Things like that. Because okay. like when they're on offense, the way they play is so far away from the rim. And also, like I said, they don't really run like back screen and things like that. Where you like get a chance to grab and hold and like push people and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is like I said, they just move the ball around the perimeter. Oh, we open now. Shoot it. Right. So it's like, I think the best way to get physical with them is honestly to be physical with them on offense. Like, set screens on somebody. Set a good hard screen on somebody. Run, like, for instance, like I say, Ariel. Whoever is Ariel's garden, just run the person around like dummy screens. So she got to, like, run through two. Not seriously. So she got to just, like, run through two screens like all mm-hmm. game. After wow, that gets tiring. Yeah, because the other thing about it is, is we have to see how the Mystics can hold up through this season because they're basically going to run with 10 all year. Yeah, you'll be fine with 10. 10 is fine. That's, 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 and that's they're 10. really running with nine right now because one of the players is hurt. I think nine or 10 is fine. When you start getting to eight, that's when it's like, whoa, it's 22 games. Eight is a little bit. But 10, I think you could be fine with 10. For this condensed season, I don't 10, think 10, 10 is 10, enough. That's a whole nother lineup. It is, but some of those 10 are not the, the shooters. Like, they got – Elena Coates. Like, Elena Coates is not going to come in and stretch the floor and shoot threes like that. That's fair. You know, Hawkins is not, you know, the most three-point shooting person. So, they they really only have Misaman and Heinz Allen as inside players that are really going to come out there and shoot like that. So, they can only really play five out with them. Like, now, if they want to take Emma Misaman out and play a 6-1 person who – and Maisha Hines Allen, the player of the week, if they want to play her at center and just go like crazy, crazy, 
fine, but like it's only gonna last so long. I mean, she plays bigger than her size, so you could. She does. She plays, she, she plays bigger than six. Like I, I didn't even know that she was only six one. I mean, she, I, actually, I, mean, I think I mean, she might be listed at six two, but you know how you know how listed. Yeah, that, that means uh, she probably six, six feet. I, I'll give her six one. I'll be nice. Fair. I'll be nice. Um, how do you? Th- what do you think about this? So you know, shout out to my man uh, Matt Ellentuck. He has a newsletter, and Matt shared. Matt is courageous. He shared his MVP rankings after the first week. He says, MVP rankings, but, but I mean, he has a newsletter, so yeah, yeah. yeah, they're they're too early. So that's why I said he's courageous. But this is what he said. So I'll I'll do five to one. Okay. So he says number five, Sylvia Files. Um, yeah. Number four, Courtney Vandersloot. Number three, Asia Wilson. Number two, Brianna Stewart. And guess who his number one is in the MVP rankings? Yeah, NECA number one. Dewana Bonner. Nah, she oh nah. Let me speak on that. Let me speak on that. You can't if your team is zero and four, you can't nah. You you cannot be MVP. No, yeah. Like you cannot be MVP if your team is not significantly in the playoffs. I don't even think you I don't even think Dewana Bonner could be MVP if she could pull this team to seventh or eighth. Yeah, no, you can't. Now she can be all WNBA. She can be first team in that, and then maybe she can get on the defensive team. You know, with all those rebounds and things that she's doing, like she can be lauded as one of the best players. But MVP, nah, nah, nah. I mean, it's 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 a similar reason why I said Brittany Griner can't be MVP. Brittany Griner can score as many points as she want to score, but after that first game's performance. When she let five nine Britney Sykes block her, I said she was done. That's so not, the, come on. The, the, yes, I'm gonna say that every block, episode. The block. I'm gonna say that every episode. The block I think should it's funny. not be why she's done. She should be done because no, they aren't done because of the block. She's <laughs> done because of the block. That wow. is a low light. If I had to pick an MVP right now, um, that's a honestly, I would. Um, before I say, let me look up her stats too. Because I have two opinions. I say I, I got one there. I would probably just go back to the 2018 MVP, Brianna Stewart. I was, I was, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was honestly the because, first one. Because about. that is now arguably the best team in the league when last year they barely made the playoffs and went out in the second round. Like I, that's what most valuable player means to me. If I had it's to not rank the them, best player, if I had to rank them, I would say Brianna number one because okay. I mean, when she's what 18, 9, I think she has like 2.8 blocks, three assists. Yeah, and, and if it's I was so going, smooth too. Yeah, and if I was going number two, I would say Sylvia Fowles. I would. Yeah, I would say Sylvia Fowles. She has yeah. well, she has she has one of the all star, but Courtney got two of the all stars on her team, mm-hmm. and and Diamond Hills isn't. But to me, she has a knee issue right now, so she's not having a breakout season. I thought she would have. She's still been solid. Like she's been out there, like just yeah. But Copper has been, been really solid. good, though. Copper yeah. has been filling it. Copper has looked like the shields on the court. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's been. Yeah, that game she played against the Sparks, she was destroying the Sparks. Let me. But, let, let me hold on. Let me speak on that real quick, though. So I just want to give James Wade a lot of credit with oh, the yeah, Chicago Because yeah. yeah, yeah, think yeah. about it like this. This this is how integrated James Wade is into the Chicago sky, not only in the WNBA, but outside of the 
the WNBA when they go play overseas. So this is what he does. So James Wade, his assistant coach on the sky is the head coach of the super team in Russia where his backcourt plays, his backcourt being Vandersloot and Allie Quigley. And James Wade is an assistant coach on there. So he's able to coach them year round. Okay. So that's two players that he has full impact on. And then he takes a player like Kalia Copper when they gave her a bag, they paid her all this money. And then guess who her coach is in France in the off season overseas? His wife. So James Wade has his wife coaching one player. He coaches another. And then the assistant coach who comes over to continue the synergy is the head coach of the other team. Like it's I mean, all I, in the family for them. So like, that's why I call them that Russian team. That's basically Chicago sky uh, East. You could tell though, the West was, like even like some of the actions that they ran in the final minute of the uh, Mrs. Game were like great plays. Like I'm like, get a ball to diamond, get a ball to diamond. You know what? Never mind. Let me just shut up. That was actually a greatly ran play. I have nothing mm-hmm. to say about that. That was a greatly designed play. Shout out James Wade. So I think even his, even his play calling, um, is something to marvel at for me this season, personally. And you know what? And I have to amend something I said previously. I said that there's no way that Courtney Vandersloot could get a Steve Nash MVP when she had Diamond DeShields on the floor. But you know what? Diamond DeShields ain't really been on the floor. And Courtney Vandersloot is still doing her thing. So if this keeps up, if you have to pick the most valuable player on the sky right now, you have to say it's Courtney Vandersloot. And if the sky end up being the one or two seed, then maybe she needs to be MVP of the whole league, MVP of the whole level. I don't know. But I think the MVP is going to have to come from, like you said, one of those top teams. And if right now the top teams are the Sky, the Mystics, the Storm, and the Lynx, then it's Sylvia Fowles, Brianna Stewart, Courtney Vandersloot, and then the Mystics, their MVP is the open shot. So I can't give it to one of them in particular because I don't think one of them is going to rise above the rest. They got to a quadruple right now. I was going to say they have a trio, but they got a quadruple in Powers, Atkins, Hines, Allen, and Mesa. Honestly, to keep it G with you, like, yeah, it's Courtney Vandersloot, and then, and then on the sky, Shanae Parker so far this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she been, she, she. So if I got it, yeah, you right about that. Like if I'm, if I'm gonna give it to somebody, like Courtney Vance, who has to be in the rankings. But again, I would just say right now, if I was doing my rankings, Brianna Stewart would be number one. For I what? Know. Yeah. But the fact that she's doing this, she looks like she never got hurt. Right. Like she don't look like. Uh, she literally like she never got I me. Mean, she moving. She like moving really right. well. Even but, she but imagine if really for well. some reason. But imagine if for some reason the storm starts to falter. And the sky are just there. Yeah, but it is. Then it's gonna be Vandersloot. We're gonna yeah, be looking like, oh, Courtney Vandersloot's MVP. Or right? Sylvia. I mean, like when you look at what Sylvia's doing, especially with the yeah. fact of, especially with the fact, I, I, I think this. Was I, I don't, I don't see the Lynx as a top three team at the end. I MVP. don't. Either. And that's where the MVP is gonna come. I from. don't either. But I'm just saying, with the fact of, like, I think the sky are expected to do whatever they do this season, and if they don't do mm-hmm. it, it's a disappointment. Like mm-hmm. people are picking them to go to the finals. I also think that's a realistic finals pick, the um sky. But if uh Sylvia can keep the links as competitive as she's keeping mm-hmm. them, 
And in and, and like even if they're like third, or even or even if they're like finished like fourth, if she continues to have a season that she's having, I don't think people expected this out, out of the links. Like if you'd have polled people beforehand, I don't think you would have got you know answers no. from the links. Right. And you know who's coming back for them soon? Odyssey Sims. So they're yeah. gonna get a guard, which they need. They're gonna get that back soon. And yes, I could see that, but real more realistic for me is if Sylvia Files keeps this up then she is the best center in the league. Therefore, you put her on first team, all league, and then she's trending towards getting defensive player of the year right now in my book. Because Natasha Howard has been what I've called the quiet storm. She's been... She's working her way back into shape. Yeah, and Natasha did. Howard is not going to have time. If, if she still needs another week or so to get herself into basketball shape, she's not going to have a time time to do anything in five weeks that's going to change the mind when Sylvia Fowles straight out the gate has been double-doubling. Yeah, that's in a year when Sylvia Fowles broke the rebounding record, all-time league record. In the second game of the season, she broke the record. Yeah. So every game she goes out, every rebound she gets is setting a new WNBA record for all-time rebounds. Like, and you help your team make a top seed in the playoffs, significantly in the playoffs. That's it's just got to be some player of the year. If it's yeah. not MVP, it's defensive player of the year. Yeah, and I think the Spars end up canceling each each other out, which is the issue for anybody on the squad. Mm-hmm. I think they end up canceling yeah. each other out. So yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to rise above on the Sparks. And then you say that, then I think it's hard for somebody to rise above on the Mystics too. The Mystics could only lose four or five games this whole season, but there's not going to be one person that you say yeah, is the MVP. the MVP. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, because nobody is having a outrageous because it's not it's not going to be it's not going to be Misaman. I said that was my too early MVP. It's not going to be her because she is helping create the open shots via spacing. She's yeah, not getting is, the open shots. Nobody is having an outrageously enough individual performance where you could pinpoint like, yo, this person. Like it's, I mean, Hines I, Allen had that one game. She had yeah. a game that was outrageous, but yeah, no. But for the most part, for them, it's been a team effort for them. Right now, if somebody was going to rise above on the Mystics. I have to give it to my shooter from Detroit, Ariel Powers. Yeah, I was like, I could, I could see her if, if the open shots came to her more, I could see her averaging like, like 22, 23 points a game. If Dewana Bonner can basically average 30, Ariel Powers can average like 22, 23 with all these open shots she's getting. She's like, that was close to 30 the whole uh, season, though. Who, Dewana Bonner? Yeah, she's not close to 30 the whole season. (laughs) She might. Yeah. Bonner ball, baby. Things gonna drop to about 21, 22. No, not that low. She might drop, she might drop to 24.9. Okay. But she's already played four games basically at 30. You know how that's gonna okay. skew. You know how how low her her scoring average would have to go to get down to 21? She'd have she to have some 10-point nights. She's gonna have a couple 12, 13, 14 point nights, yo. She's she not gonna way be too many shots for that. Way too many shots for that. A couple. She'll be off one or one or one or two games. Yeah, you know what happens when she's off? She's getting fouled and she's getting free throws, and it's still gonna be 15 points. Fair. I might give her one game below 15 points this season. Because we're only talking about 18 more games. We'll see. I don't know, man. Dewana Bonner is cooking. I feel bad for her though, man, because it's all that's going for not. 
Yes, it's getting bad. They're going for not. It's not. It's not going for not because, like I said, it's not like like it. It. It's not like they're getting destroyed in these games. They're still in the game. They usually still have a chance to win at the end. They just have to eventually somehow find a way to actually turn these losses into victories. It's gonna be hard when everybody is playing 38, 39, 37, 40 minutes a game. It's gonna catch up with you. Yeah. It's going to catch up with you. So I don't know. But we'll see what the Sparks can do this upcoming week. I'd like to see what you know Christina Nigwe and Rashonda Gray and Marie Gulich can bring off the bench. I definitely think they gotta get some more production from inside players off the bench. I don't know how long you want to have Simone Augustus playing the four. I don't want to do that every single game all season for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's a great look offensively, and yeah, she's getting buckets, but there's going to be some times when the four on the other team is Brianna Stewart hype or Azaree Stevens hype and as great as Simone Augustus is, she's not going to stop somebody that's four or five inches taller than her. That's tough. So you want to see some more production, in my opinion, from those inside players off the bench, those young ones, because they want it. They're fiery. Like, and Christina Nickway is active, very athletic. You talk about the athleticism of Sykes. Let's see the athleticism of Christina Nickway impact the game for a little bit. I agree. So Simone at the forward, I, I, I definitely would more so her at the wing. That's a nice 2K lineup, Simone at the four. Oh, yeah, 2K, you're going crazy. But <laughs> that's a 2K life. lineup. That's not, that's not a real-life long-term lineup, especially, yeah. especially if you end up starting Sidney Weiss or starting Brittany Sykes at some point. Then you're definitely going to move Simone closer to the two and three position. Three, but yeah, you do the I mean, rotation. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. Well, if she was on three. the court, no, she. This is this is how she would play the two. Let's say she was on the court with um. Uh, it was just her. It was Simone, Taya, or Raquana as the other guard, and then it was TRP, and then two post players. We have to have Simone run the two there. You're not gonna put TRP at the two. Wait, didn't you just say Taya Raquana? No, Taya or Raquana. I'm saying if you have one of those as your guard, as your ball handler, and then you have Simone, TRP, and two other post players, you got to play Simone at the two. Yeah, I don't think you run that lineup though. Probably not. Probably not, because I'd like to see Taya and Raquana. Yeah, I'd rather Taya Raquana and then put Simone. Taya Raquana and Simone. That's some pressure right there. Yeah, I'd rather do that. I wouldn't run it one of them out the lineup. But, okay. right, but well. let's uh, leave it there for the day. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, so uh, they, this week, the Sparks, let me look at the Sparks schedule. Let's, let's, what do you, let me look at the Sparks schedule. Let's give our, what we think Okay. Uh, their record will be at the end of this week and then let's leave it there this week okay. but they only have well they have three games this week so they got the fever on wednesday they have the aces on friday and they have the links on sunday but well, that's technically okay. this week but we're gonna say it for this week yeah we'll count it as this one because it's so before the next episode so i'm gonna say they're gonna win two out of three of these games which games mm, i think they are going to beat the fever 
and beat the Lynx if I had to pick two out of three. I don't see how they're going to win all three games. So I'm just going to naturally pick them losing to the Aces because the Aces are going to keep coming inside and keep coming and, like, they're just like Terminator, like, and then Angel McCautry is just attacking, attacking, attacking. But I could easily see them losing to any of those three teams and winning the other two games. But that's what I'm saying, two out of three. If they get two out of three and they end up, what, four and three coming into the next week, I think that's successful. I'm with you for two out of three, but I think the two that they'll win is the Fever and the Aces, and I think they'll lose to the uh, Lynx. Ooh, that's going to be tough if they lose to the Lynx because the Lynx will be creating a lot of separation in the standings. I think that – tiebreakers and stuff. I think that the Sparks can't outshoot the Aces because the I Aces so. don't see that. take any threes for the most mm-hmm. part. I think that they can outshoot the Aces as long as they can – I mean, you, you mentioned the guards attacking, but as, as long as they can contain the dribble penetration some. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they have anybody with the speed of Jordan Canada um, to do to replicate what she did. So I mm-hmm. think that that'll be a plus for them. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I, I'll go with them beating the Fever and beating the Aces and losing to the um, Lynx. Okay. And with you, four and three. But, okay. yeah, we can um, leave it there. Um, All right. Sounds good. Yo, you can check me out on Twitter. Instagram and YouTube, search John W. Davis. You can also find my LA Sparks articles at winsider.com. You can find our podcast on the Winsider Podcast Network as well. Pavy, where can we find you? As always, man, follow me on Twitter uh, at Pavy World, P A V Y World, all one word. I have a new song coming out tonight. Uh, check it out, Paverse.com. Find it there. All right. For Pavy, John W. Davis. Appreciate y'all. Peace. <laughs>